0: Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today Swakowski, the big right-hander, lets it go It's right down Broadway Dionisio lets it fly, and it's Oh, it's raining
1: now It's time Rain Delay Theater With Jeremy Dionisio And Jack Swakowski Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater The show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games I'm Jeremy DiNisio.
0: And I'm Jack Swakowski.
1: This is episode number 215 of the podcast, and um, the baseball season is over. The Texas Rangers are the World Series champions. Um, and uh, Jack, was it just this year that we saw the Rangers for the first time for the podcast?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, we we, we did. Um, finally got to see them.
1: Yeah, and the Cubs beat them. And I think, I don't know if Nate Nathan Evaldi took the loss in that game, but he, I think he started that game. Um, so it's interesting to see the World Series team and see them lose uh, to a team that ultimately didn't make the playoffs. But that's baseball, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, that, that the only team we haven't seen, I think, uh, is the Atlanta Braves. So uh, yeah, strange that we uh, we knocked the Rangers off in the year that they would first win the World Series. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, so uh, so yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, Jack, uh, we, we did, um, me and you, uh, did get together for game one to watch that, um, uh, Jack, tell us how the, uh, the DraftKings sports bar, uh, sports book, uh, was for that game.
0: Uh, well, Jeremy, we didn't go.
1: Yeah, why didn't we go, Jack?
0: Because you can't make bets at the sports book yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we we had planned uh, for for anyone who doesn't know this, um, you know, am- amongst all the um, uh, construction that's going on around uh, Wrigley Field, um, on the uh, right in the right field corner, basically, really in the shadow of where we stand to get our autographs for the uh, visitors bus, um, they built a sports book. Not just a sports bar, but a sports book, uh, DraftKings. And, um, you know, we were thinking maybe we'll go there and watch the first game of the World Series and maybe make some bets or whatever. And, um, yeah, you know, you go to the website. We were doing our research, and, like, you go to the website, and it says, like, there's a pop-up that says, like, uh, the sports book is open, and we're serving beer and food, but uh, we're still working out the licensing, so there's no betting allowed. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of a buzzkill.
0: Yeah, Jeremy, that's something I would expect if it was like next to the White Sox stadium. Like I, I would expect <laughs> that level of incompetence, but not the Cubs.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's um it's kinda I blame uh DraftKings more than the Cubs, I guess, but um <laughs> yeah. Um it's uh yeah, it's it's kinda weird. I mean I kinda I think in the back of my mind I'm like, I don't think you can bet there yet because like I feel like mm-hmm. there's you know, I feel like there'd be more talk about that but um, so you know we, sure. we did our research I ended up making some bets on the DraftKings app um, before I actually lost uh, both of my bets I think I I bet like the under in the first inning there was some kind of promotion for that and then I did a three guy three player parlay to get a hit and I, I had Corbin Carroll Evan Carter and then my third one was Christian Walker who did not get a hit um, so I ended up losing 10 yeah. bucks on the night but uh, I wanted it back the next day yeah. on, on football so that was good
0: yeah, not bad. Um, the, yeah, so we watched game one together. That was probably the best game of the series.
1: Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, it was uh, close the whole – well, I mean, the D-backs were up, uh, but not by a lot. And then um, they blew the lead and then ultimately lost it in extras. So, um, yeah, it was, that, that probably was the best game. And um, maybe – like I know the D-backs came back in one game too, but if – I don't know. That, that – that was kind of a crushing loss, I would say. So that might've kind of dictated the rest of the series.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you know, something I, I think that they should not, team should not be allowed to do, um, going forward. It would be nice if they could eliminate bullpen games, uh that was a little oh, yeah. bit that was a little silly that the diamondbacks did a bullpen game and then just went down three to one um in the series i mean they were losing 10 to nothing at at one point i know they scored a you know scored some runs when it um you know they were down by a lot and they ended up with seven runs in that game but you know come on you can't do a bullpen game in the world series
1: it's it's kind of sad i think i saw like an article about that um but, yeah, it's it's kind of sad. And then, like, um, I think it was Ryan Nelson who came in and threw, like, did he throw, like, four or five innings of relief, like, scoreless relief? Um, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah, right. You know, he he could have just started that game. He started one of the games uh, in that Cubs series, in that four-game series, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, it's, uh, um, I mean, it's just, like, start the guy, and then, like, you know, if he's not good, then, like, you have a bullpen game anyway. So, give it yeah. a try. You a know, shot at least
0: I, I was thinking. Um, I, I've I've been reading this. Um, you know, in various places, but that they sh- they should give the teams more days off between games, just so that the pitchers can be rested, and you get you don't have maybe have to have a bullpen game. I would be I would be down for that. I was thinking though. So it's been very cold in Chicago the last week. It it was a little bit warmer today. But um, you know, on Halloween night, the thirty first and then Wednesday it was it was freezing outside and, and the Cubs were right in the mix of the playoffs. Now if they would have gotten to the World Series, you might have had some like thirty five degree World Series games. I don't know if that crossed your mind, Jeremy, but you know, that that was um could have been could have been pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, no, I hadn't thought about that. I think I I think that year, I think 2016, which we'll talk about shortly. um, I feel like that year um, it was kind of warm in the city um, Mm -hmm. around that time, so they never really had to deal with that. I remember, yeah, Game Six of the NLCS. um, I don't even know if I was I was maybe wearing like a hoodie or something. I wasn't even wearing like a heavy jacket or anything.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, who, who knows? Um, maybe, uh, maybe in future years, if they give teams more days off, they'll go to a neutral site um, or something, which which probably would take away a lot. Uh, yeah. Also, you, you the, the Rangers won eleven straight postseason games too uh, this year, which is pretty crazy. And you got to see them celebrate on the visiting team's field, which is always a little anticlimactic.
1: Yeah, um, I I wonder. So it looked like security like blocked off the. Um the uh the the pool and i don't know if the i don't know if the rangers were going to go out there and like jump in there or or like if the security wasn't there but i'm like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's kind of lame a little bit to to do that but um uh yeah i don't know it it, yeah it's 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 kind of funny how like it seems like a lot of teams end up winning on the road
0: Mm -hmm. some of these guys and then uh yeah last but not least i I was watching a little bit of the post game show, uh, not not too much. I I turned it off maybe uh, after the first commercial break. But they interviewed Mike Maddox. I I hadn't realized this, but that was his first uh, World Series um, ring, I think, ever. But uh, you know, also his first as a as a pitching coach after being such a renowned uh, renowned pitching coach for a number of years. Um, he was kind of speechless. Who knows? Maybe maybe uh, maybe he, now that he's got that. Uh, you know he's he's done that he's got that monkey off his back maybe he'll sign yeah, next year
1: yeah right that was like just the one little thing that was um keeping him um yeah i'm looking i guess that's kind of that's crazy to believe but yeah i mean yeah he was like he was legitimately choked up um yeah during during it which was um i was thinking about it at the time and i'm thinking like this guy's had to have won you know world series before but um, yeah, the years he was with the Cardinals, they never won, um, Nats, Rangers. So he made it. Yeah, and that's true. He made it. He was part of that 2011, uh, Rangers team that got so close. Mm-hmm. So that's probably an extra, I wonder if he's the only guy, Chris Young was maybe on that team as well. Okay. Um, was a, as a player. Um, I'm just trying to think of like guys who were like with the franchise um, that time and and this time. I mean that was that's still got to be one of the most crushing like World Series losses. Oh yeah. Um, so to to come back and win one with the same team has got to be pretty special. Um, but yeah, that's yeah that's that's a good point. I did never realized that. Um, and um, I mean I'm looking at his playing career too, and I'm not sure if he he won any. I don't think so. So, yeah, that's interesting.
0: You know, one other thing I noticed too is that John Smoltz um I don't think I like John Smoltz as an announcer.
1: Yeah, he's definitely kind of like been dragged uh the last couple years. Um
0: Yeah. You know, when he... at, at the end when the when the uh uh the Diamondbacks were down to their last strike, he was like if the Diamondbacks come and w- come back and win now, then win this series now, it'll be the most improbable World Series win in history. It's like, well, yeah, dude, they're down to their last strike. They're down like five runs, and it's uh, they need to win three more games to do it, like three straight games. Um, so yeah, uh, duh. <laughs> if they're paying this guy all that money for that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I think he's garnered a lot of hate across the league. I You know, it's kind of funny. I I don't know if I just tune him out or, like, I think he has, I do, I will say, I think he has, like, he's one of those guys who, like, I think speaks confidently, like he, you know, like, like he's fully on top of everything he says and, like, his word is, like, gospel. But, sure. yeah, when you really, like, listen to what he's saying – it it it's not it's nonsense or just off the mark or whatever so yeah i mean i don't know i don't really know what to say about the state of national baseball broadcasts um you know i people were saying that frank Corr did a good job on tbs um but again i don't know if it necessarily stood out to me that much i was i i think i feel like ba was sticking out more to me if, on those broadcasts so i i don't know i'm not, i don't know what to yeah. say i i just in general i just am annoyed by national baseball broadcasts because again we've talked about it on the show but it's like you listen to the same guys 162 games all summer long. And then you got to listen to these assholes call like the most important games of the season. And it just sucks. So I think it's a lose lose really.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. Um, uh, It was also too bad that Adoles Garcia was hurt for the last couple of games. He he had become the best storyline in, uh, in, in the whole series. And, you know, to see him have to sit it out, it, it really took away from some of the drama.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was, um, he was on quite a roll. Um, but uh, Marcus Simeon kind of st- uh, st- stepped it up, you know, the second half of that series. And um, he did. Evan Carter was um, is just exciting to 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 watch. And so, yeah, it was weird. I, you know, I like I was kind of cheering for the the Diamondbacks, but I, I I do like the Rangers, you know, overall. Uh, one one observation I'll say is um, they I'll, I'll tell you what I would like them to do away with Jack is like, don't mm. let the fucking owners speak just keep the owners out of this like it's like you want to, like they're they're like the sobering reminder about who's actually making money off of the world series when the sure. team wins it's like you got like these guys like Adolis Garcia, Jose Leclerc, uh Evan Carter, Josh Young that you're like cheering for that like you know deserve it and then you see this ghoul come up there this fucking <laughs> like white-haired ghoul accept like the trophy and it's like he's probably donating all the money to like god-awful causes and it's like it's a sobering reminder of like you know like there's these fucking monsters that own these teams so yeah sure i don't know um i don't know anything about the the rangers owner but (laughs) you know i just get the vibe of like um you know like i think about like the the padres um you know when when um what's his name uh croc ray croc owned them Mm -hmm. you know and it's like that guy's a fucking ghoul, um, and sure. like
0: Mar- Marge shot. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So you know, it's 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 like just I, let me pretend that these guys don't actually profit off of all of this, um, sure. Because yeah, it's just it's just a bummer. The, the The owner, the guy who spoke for the Diamondbacks when they won, he seemed kind of like a. I'm sure he's also a, a terrible person, but he seemed like a real goofus. Like mm-hmm. he just seemed like kind of. I'm like, first of all, I'm like. He was the kind of guy who was like, "How does this guy have enough money to own a baseball franchise?" He kind of seemed like a horse trainer or something. I don't know, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I there's a lot of guys on the Rangers that I like, so it it wasn't the worst thing. But uh, I think nine times out of ten, unless it's like the Cardinals, I usually root for the National League over the American League. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, well, that wraps up another baseball season, uh, yeah. I suppose. Uh, you know, now now we get into the uh, bleak winter. Um, yeah. We we yeah we we do have a a topic for today's episode, uh, believe it or not, as well. We're, we're it came up at uh, at the bar when we were watching the game together.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna go back and look at. Um, Deadline acquisitions of World Series champions. So, deadline acquisitions who ended up getting a ring. Um, I think in the rain delay theater spin, um, you know, we'll probably be looking at some of the the bums who got rings. they um, like the, <laughs> sure. the goofy guys who ended up with a ring who like got who were you know deadline acquisitions. Um, I think at one point we discussed doing a, a, a Halloween episode, but I guess that we ended up uh, not. <laughs> getting, getting that recording in in time so but um uh, but yeah this is uh as topical um here with the world series so um yeah we split up uh we kind of split up uh the duties here jack so um yep uh i guess you you're you're gonna lead us off with this year yeah
0: uh yeah for sure um so mine uh it's 1993 so i think we yeah we decided to go back 30 years in time and i, I think i had actually mentioned this um uh this guy when we were hanging out but are oh, you starting at the uh, beginning? Uh yeah, do you, or, or we could start at 2023. What uh what what would you prefer?
1: Um I guess we can start at the front because the guy's kind of get, you know, more familiar as we get closer. So
0: Yeah, for sure. Um well this guy, this guy is going to be familiar to us and we have the option of getting his autograph in a couple of weeks, but uh uh Ricky Henderson was oh. acquired by the Toronto Blue Jays on yeah. uh, July 31st of 1993. Uh, uh, they traded Steve Carsey and a uh, player to be named later uh, to the Oakland Athletics for Ricky Henderson. Steve Carsey also spent a couple years as the Brewers' bullpen coach, so that's uh, that's kind of cool. But oh, nice. uh, yeah, I think uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that Ricky Henderson was on base when Joe Carter hit his uh, uh, game-winning home run for the uh, series-winning home run for the uh, uh, Blue Jays in '93. So um, it wasn't a great pickup for them. He. He hit like two fifteen or something for the Blue Jays, so he wasn't he wasn't very good for them. But um anyway, you know, he's Ricky Henderson, so I guess if he's available you gotta get him.
1: How how many years was he I don't know if you have this in front of you, Jack. How many like he was he was on them for a couple more years after that though, right?
0: No, that was uh that was it. He never played. Uh, he played forty four games for them in ninety three, and that wow. was it. He had two fifteen with uh, four homers and twelve RBI's, stole twenty two bases for them. But uh, wow. yeah, he just he he just played those two months with uh, Toronto, and then he went back to Oakland.
1: That's crazy. I I did yep. I did not realize that. Like whenever I think of Henderson, I think of him as like an an a a Yankee and a Blue Jay. Um, yeah. I, I didn't realize that it was just those those couple games. That's yeah. That's that's a big takeaway for me. That's that's pretty crazy. Did not realize that. I, yeah,
0: are you gonna are you gonna get his autograph?
1: Um, yeah, I, no, but like I already I have some of his pack pulled. Um, <laughs> okay, but um, uh, at least one of them, like, so I at least have one in my collection. But it, yeah, I think he's like 150 bucks or something. He is it's like he is. It would be it would be um, it, it definitely would be like something to meet him, like even if it isn't like kind of like a short kind of transactional sort of way. Um, but like. Yeah, just it would always be worth. We were discussing this; it would almost be worth 150 bucks just to meet Ricky Henderson. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, maybe one of these days. Uh, although I hope, like, <clears throat> I don't keep saying that until we don't have the chance anymore. But um, <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, that would that would be cool. Um, let's see. I have a guy though. On um, well, okay, well, I guess where that's a little bit away. We we have some more context to get before that jack um so anything anything else for 93 or that's no that's it that that's the big one yeah so um okay so 94 um obviously was the strike season so um i kind of just am like i've scoured through some of the um uh the, the 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 teams that were like in first place at the time um and um Nothing really stands out to me. I'm looking at the white. So the White Sox were in first place at the time. They had the second best record um, in the American League, um, third best record overall at the time of when the strike happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, the they se- sure did. In the season shut down, uh, they they did acquire Bob Melvin uh, on July twenty nice. second, nineteen ninety four. Jack, do you remember when this when the strike actually took place? Was, like, it,
0: was it uh, August 9th or something like that?
1: That sounds about right. Yeah, something yeah. like early August. So the Sox did acquire Bob Melvin, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. Let's see. He must have gotten in a little bit of time with the White Sox. He ended up playing 11 games with them. Uh, um, only hit 158, but I'm not sure if they got him for his bat necessarily.
0: Yeah, right. But – um yeah. yeah, White White Sox fans, Jeremy, they still talk about that ninety four season like they got like they got robbed, so
1: Yeah, I know. It's um it's kind of interesting because uh um you know, they talk about how like that could have changed the course of the Montreal Expos if they sure. had like cuz they were contending yep. um it's like the same could be said for the White Sox but they're still they're still there it's like the, <laughs> the 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 Montreal Expos folded or like moved to a new city and country but somehow the White Sox are still there but i feel like and they even won a world series but they're still kind of like i feel like they're still victims you know of like some sort of like unforeseen disaster in a way
0: yeah for sure Um, you don't happen to know if the Expos picked up anybody, do you?
1: Uh, no, I'm not seeing anybody. So it it really wasn't, there really wasn't much like the, the Yankees didn't really pick up anyone. So like, you know, I, I was, we were discussing this a little bit, Jack, like I'm still, I'm, I'm old enough to still kind of remember the 94 season. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I wasn't on as on top of things as I, as I am now, but like it, it, I remember the countdown to that strike and like, it all. I think everyone kind of knew that it was going to happen and this, you know, that games were going to be lost. So it's, I feel like, I feel like I picked up enough to know like that teams weren't really like making big moves or anything just because they knew that there's a chance that the season could be washed out.
0: For sure. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Never had never really looked into that, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, you know, that's a good point. Uh, 95, uh, which was also a strike-shortened season, uh, that was the year the Braves won. Um, they won. They won it over the Cleveland Indians. I remember that because I was a big Indians fan back in 95. I liked uh, that. Was a, that was a great Indians team. But the Indians lost. They lost a series to the Braves. Uh, the Braves picked up uh, Luis Polonia. That trade was actually on August 11th of 1995. So I wonder if I, I wonder if they pushed the trade deadline back a little bit that year because the season got started late.
1: Yeah, that's quite, that's possible. I, you know, I still, I I still, am not really sure like what the, like, you know, nowadays a guy has to be on your roster before September. 1st. He has to be on your 40 man before September 1st, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not even sure if it's in the system or on the 40 man. Like, I feel like they keep relaxing it. Like, Back in the day, it felt like if you didn't get the guy by July 31st, they were not going to be on your playoff roster. For um, sure. I think that there was something where it's like you could still make the trade after July 31st, but they had to clear waivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I you know there are some some of these trades that happened after July 31st, um, and I think they might have been waiver deals. Um, but uh, that's possible for that specific year that they maybe pushed it back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... They, uh, Luis Polonia, two-time World Series champion. Did we have we talked about him on the podcast before? I, don't, I feel like we did.
1: I don't think so, but um, yeah,
0: you know. I, I don't know. Uh, one interesting thing about Luis Polonia: he, from 1991 to 1993, he led the league in caught stealing three straight times.
1: Um, that, that's that's interesting. That's pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, never never would have never would have figured that. Uh, it's surprising that a guy like that would get the green light to go as much as he did and get caught. But uh, yeah, he was he was the Braves, I would say he was their biggest acquisition in in 95.
1: Um that's interesting. Um definitely Luis Polonia is a guy I remember um, as a kid from baseball cards. He had like a great like greasy like Jerry Curl type of <laughs> hairdo <laughs> on a lot of his uh, on a lot of his baseball cards. Um and uh one thing that uh knowing him for a long time I didn't realize like i found came to find out later that polonia is like actually like poland um oh wow like that's like another name for poland i don't know if it's like the native like way i you know i don't know if that's how you say it in polish or whatever but like polonia is like polish like there's taste of polonia in uh in chicago (laughs) like in around like belmont and milwaukee avenue so um so yeah he's louis polish i guess (laughs) (laughs) nice um Cool. All right. So 96, we already, we mentioned this guy, but 96, actually, there was a lot of, of guys the, that was the, um, the, uh, the, the Yankees won the world series in 96 over the Braves. Um, there was a lot of guys who like were trade dead, deadline acquisition, acquisitions the longest list by far from any yeah. um, other years that I covered. Um, and pretty much all these guys were on the world series roster as well. Um, so you got, so Cecil Fielder was one yep. of the acquisitions. Um, you know, uh, but a pretty good guy in his own, right? Uh, David weather is also a good guy who, um, was acquired. Mm-hmm. Stormy um, Weathers. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, Charlie Hayes, who I think that was the yep. year I think Charlie Hayes made the last out of that World Series. He did. Team. I
0: think he caught a, pop, a foul pop up. Yeah, right? I should say he yep.
1: recorded the last out. Um, mm-hmm. So he was um, he was a deadline acquisition. He only hit 188 that um, that World Series. So he didn't really tear the the cover off the ball, but it looks like he started like he started five of those six games. Yeah. Um, but a couple names that stand out to me, um, Mike Eldredy was uh, mm-hmm. a an acquisition later later on um, he might have been like more in June um, yeah. but um, he appeared in two games in the World Series for the, for that Yankee so he made the World Series roster so he was a journeyman I know him as a giant um and that was uh, another one of these things that that stood out to me was not only were these if these guys were deadline acquisitions and kind of like fringe guys but if it was their like last year in baseball, um, and so Mike, this was Mike Dreddy's last year in baseball. Um, oh, okay, he played ten years. He debuted in 1986, and then bounced around to a bunch of different teams: the Giants, the A's, the Angels, and then yeah, he went to the Yankees. Um, in that uh, you know the second half of the season, played 32 games, uh, and got a ring with the uh, with the Yankees. So that was pretty cool. And then Jack, yeah. and uh, so so Mike Aldretti and then the guy Jack that I think you'll appreciate uh, being on this list, uh, Graham Lloyd.
0: Oh yeah yeah you know he was a former brewer uh, Australian and he um, uh, you know I've used him in Immaculate Grid a couple times. So. Oh
1: did you okay that's cool oh yeah um, yeah he actually stuck around a while after that that year that that year but um, yeah he he was with the Yankees for a couple years after that um, but yep. uh, but yeah he um, uh, he was on that World Series roster and got a ring so uh, yeah that's pretty interesting. I wonder if he's the first Australian World Series champion.
0: I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I would bet possibly he was that that's an interesting trivia question if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. The Brewers had that Australian pipeline. They had him and David Nilsson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Well,
0: um, one of them was able uh, to
1: help the Yankees win the world series.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, uh, Aldretti, Mike Aldretti, I think he is, he was the first base coach for the Oakland days this year. I'm not sure if he still is, oh wow. uh, yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe if the A's come to uh, Chicago next year and they haven't turned over their coaching staff, we can get him, um, which would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Cecil Fielder, another guy, or Cecil Fielder, I should say, another guy that will uh, uh, maybe be able to get uh, in a couple weeks at a card show. I'm, I think I'm going to get him, Jeremy. Uh, the the day The day before that, I'm gonna I'm gonna text you and I'm gonna say, Wow, oh, just a little over 24 hours, I'll be getting Cecil Fielder.
1: <laughs> nice yeah hopefully yeah. the same fate doesn't befall you though <laughs> yeah
0: no one no one takes my items yeah <laughs> that would
1: be terrible <laughs> i'll drop you off at your front door jack to yeah hopefully mitigate yeah, some please. of that
0: <laughs> please do yeah yeah
1: uh, very nice all right jack uh yeah who do you got
0: Yeah, uh, you know, 97, um, uh, another guy that we have history with. uh, Marlins won the World Series that year. They got um, Craig Council on July Mm -hmm. 27th. Um, They traded Mark Hutton to the Colorado Rockies for Council. So they got Council. Um, That was his first of two World Series that he won, the other one with the D-backs. Uh, they also got Darren Dalton as well. Um, yeah. uh, they got him on July twenty first of nineteen ninety seven. Darren Dalton was was pretty good. I don't know if you remember him too well, oh, but uh, of yeah, course. he was he was a real he was real good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely have used him in grid for some like, sure. maybe statistical categories. Um, but uh, yeah, that's. Um, yeah, I do remember that now, man. I have you have you used have you used Craig Council in uh, Immaculate Grid? I feel like he's. You know what? I really
0: haven't. Yeah, me
1: me neither. But he's he's a guy who you know he's got. He a, would be
0: good. I, I know. I don't even really remember him with the Rockies, but yeah, he no. did. He did get. Uh, you know, he did play four games with them.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Four. Yeah, that's okay. Wait, that's weird. So. Oh yeah, so he was a rookie, kind of, I guess, huh? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. That that is. Yeah. I don't remember the circumstances around there. I definitely don't remember him as a Rocky. That's funny that he played four games over over three years, actually, because he didn't appear in
0: 1996 somehow. Yeah, jeez. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, but he was. Uh, I do re- kind of remember him on that '97 Marlins team, and I, I remember oh, yeah. Darren Dalton. Uh, yep. being on that uh that team as well. So those those were actually two pretty good pickups. Um he played well for the uh the Marlins. He hit 299 for them and they, they put him in 51 games after they got him in July. So they must have really wanted to <coughs> wanted to run with him. Um so yeah, th- they, those are two good two good pickups.
1: Did you do you have down who they got him who they traded for him?
0: Uh yeah, it says Mark Hutton uh who oh, I I kind of I kind of remember. His his baseball reference picture is funny too, but oh, um Nice uh yeah i mean he's just some some bum who pitched a couple years and was forgotten
1: yeah Uh, (laughs) that is a funny picture um yeah yeah no i don't remember oh he's also australian interesting
0: oh wow okay Um, there you go
1: yeah all right well there you go um cool um yeah 97 okay so yeah jack 98 um was the yankees again over the the padres and Man, Jack. I don't know if the Yankees were just uh, that dominant, uh, but yep. they didn't really make any <laughs> deals, like in the yeah. in in the uh, you know around the deadline. Um, I'm trying sure. to see if there's any. They, <laughs> they made it. So they made a trade in, in uh, June third, but it was like they traded away a guy and got like kind of like two minor league guys. There, there's literally like, and then they made another one in August that was again like just minor players. Like there was like yep. no big Well
0: if you if you look at their roster it's yeah. uh even just like uh well their position players they are everyday guys it's like they were all set. Yeah. Um and then even if you look at their their starting pitching core and their relievers um they just didn't need to get anybody.
1: Right. Yeah. It was a weird situation. They 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 got Chuck Knoblock in the off season in February on February 6th leading okay. into that season. So, you know, not quite what we're doing here, but, um, yeah, they were just, I mean, just talk about, you know, the 98 Yankees. I mean, that was kind of the height I feel. So, yeah. um, yeah, just a, just a, uh, an example of how dominant they, they were really.
0: Yeah. They were, they went 11 and two in the playoffs that year and they won 114 games in the regular season. So yeah, I, I guess you don't need to, to pick up anybody when you're, when you're like that. Yeah. Um, 1999, uh, another Yankees <clears throat> World Series, I believe. They picked up uh, – uh, the guy they picked up, and they, they re-got him. Um, they just needed to get him again was uh, Jim Jim Leyritz. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has he had controversies after his career? I'm not. He, I'm not really sure. He has.
1: Um. I think uh-huh. he fucking hit some. I think he hit. He killed somebody. I think.
0: <laughs> Jesus man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, but they uh they reacquired him. He was on the Padres to start 1999. Uh. Ended up on the Yankees. I didn't know his nickname was the King. Did you know that?
1: Um. Yeah. No, I don't think so.
0: Okay, yeah. So uh, that's a uh, that that's some new information. But uh, yeah, Jim Jim Leiritz, the uh, the the big acquisition there. He had a weird batting stance too, if I remember correctly. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Jim Leyritz. So yeah, we'll have to look up exactly exactly I, what he did. I'm but. I'm
1: looking it up now. It's not good. <laughs> I I I yeah. I would just assume not. Get into the details, but it's it's, it's not, <laughs> okay. It's not. All right, good. we won't we
0: won't mention it. Then. And
1: and I was correct by by the way. But um, <laughs> I don't think he. I think he. I don't know. I, I'm i not sure if he served jail time or not. I think he might have served a little bit, but I don't think he was ultimately convicted of it or something. But uh, sure. not not great. Um, I'm not sure if he's back at, you know, old-timers day or something. <laughs> he might not be getting the invites to the alumni <laughs> things. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, so 2000 was the Subway Series, Yankees yep. over Mets. I got strapped. I, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm glad I got the evens because of the Cubs, but I kind of got some weird – breaks here. I got a lot of Yankees and a lot of Giants um in my breaks here. Um yeah, right. but uh, but yeah, so the 2000 Yankees did have a lot of acquisitions. Um so David Justice was kind of like one of the big names, I would say. Sure. Um they actually acquired Jose Canseco um from waivers. So not mm-hmm. quite not quite um uh a trade, but he he got one at-bat in the World Series. Um, so he got, he got a ring with the Yankees, which is like, wow. I feel like that's something that you wouldn't like, I guess it's interesting. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. You could use him as, uh, um, you know, in, uh, in a baseball or in a, uh, immaculate grid
0: as a, a world series winner with the Yankees. That would be kind of weird. Sure. Yeah. I have no recollection of him being on the Yankees.
1: Yeah, no. Um, and then he, um, that was then the next year he went to the White Sox and then he was done. So <laughs> interesting. But, um, but yeah, so he's on the list. Um, a couple of names that, that jump out to me though. Um, Jose Vizcaino. Sure. Um, and Glenn Allen Hill. Um, nice. So Vizcaino didn't, was a former cub. Didn't he wasn't acquired from the cubs, but Glenn Allen Hill was acquired from the cubs. So it's, it's funny. There were, so, there were a couple of cubs that stood out to me on some of these lists, but, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, let me – I'm trying to pull up the 2000 uh, World Series. So, like, yeah, Glenn Allen Hill was um, in, like, on that roster. So was Jose Vizcaino. Um, Luis Soho was another guy that they acquired at the deadline. So he was was in the – on the World Series roster. So, you know, these are fringe guys that end up getting rings um, with the team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that would be funny to ask Glenn Allen Hill, like, you know, what was it like going from the Cubs to the Yankees and winning a ring? But um,
0: yeah, for sure. Well, maybe he'll be at the Cubs Con this year. Dude, I was
1: thinking about that, Jack. So, uh, Jack, one of the things we were talking about when we were hanging out uh, the other night was um, I forgot that a friend of mine um, gave me like a whole box of Cubs cards, mm-hmm. uh, Cubs baseball cards, like a huge box of like uh, of, of cards that were like unsorted and kind of like just all loose and everything. And I, and I actually went through and sorted them all. Um, since we talked last a lot of them are like early like late 80s early 90s guys um uh, but there's a bunch of glenn allen hill ones and i was looking at these different cubs and i'm thinking like what um alumni will they bring back for the cubs convention and like you know like if i i have a feeling that there's that i have some of the guys who you know some of these like random guys who they might bring back it would be cool glenn allen hill would be cool um yeah, there's some other just rando guys I was looking through there. Like, um, yeah, I don't know, too many to mention, but uh, but yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see um, who who's part of that Cubs convention list.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, all right, <clears throat> uh, well, 2001, uh, another Arizona Diamondbacks yeah. uh, 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 win here. Um, well, not another one, but uh, no, I should say another Craig Council uh, World Series win. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Albi Lopez um, uh, was the big acquisition. I remember Albi Lopez, but I hadn't thought about him since, uh, you know, since probably 2001. So, uh, yeah, but he was he was their big acquisition that year. They got him and Mike DeFelice in a trade, but they've released DeFelice just a little bit later. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I don't really have a lot to say about Albi Lopez, but he was the guy they got.
1: Yeah, I, same thing. I, I, I know that. Was he on the Braves at all?
0: Um no. Oh yeah, he was. In 2002 he was in, on the Braves. Okay.
1: Um yeah, this is good. I mean, this is good for Immaculate Grid for sure. Like
0: Yeah, right. Looking, no, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. So,
1: um that's funny. Um there was a lot of guys on that team though, right? Like I feel like Grace was an acquisition. Um I don't know if Steve Finley started the year on the uh the D-backs um right, but uh, Grace was an acquisition in 2001, right?
0: Uh, let me you know let me let me let me look here. I was kind of only looking around uh, around July, but okay. um, let's see here. Uh, Mark Grace. Uh, it's weird that they list all the guys they draft. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not. S- oh yeah, they signed him as a free agent in December of 2000. Oh okay. Uh, December 8th of 2000.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, most I guess most of those guys maybe came came to the team earlier in that year, but I mean they had a lot of like just rando transitional guys, like you know guys who weren't Diamondbacks, right? So like Matt Williams, Steve Finley, um, I guess Luis Gonz- Louis Gonzalez kind of was a journeyman too, like um, or like on a bunch of different teams. So that that was a weird that's a weird team. Obviously, you had to have a bunch of rando guys for a team, an expansion team in their third year to win the World Series. So right. Um, so, yeah it's just kind of a weird collection of guys
0: yeah absolutely um yeah strange strange team and i think brendley was the the manager of that that 2001 diamondbacks team as he well was yeah uh, i actually went Mike rizzo mike rizzo their scouting director too
1: oh okay there you go yeah um that's interesting i wonder if he i wonder if he had anything to do with our friend mark gentile's uh drafting I wonder if <laughs> he was yeah back then uh, that would have been a Every... couple years before that maybe just one or two years though um so, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, all right, so, Jack, so 2002. It, it's crazy to me. I, I mean, I remember the, the 2001 World Series pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. and But it's weird. That the 2002 World Series, Angels over Giants, seems like... I remember it, but it seems like such ancient history. It seems to me like more distant of a memory than the 01... World mm-hmm. Series. But I do I do also remember watching that one. I remember um I forgot who it was, but someone one of the Angels hit like a ball into the, like the left field corner at I think it was at Angel Stadium and one of the the left field I don't know if it was Bonds or someone else was like fielding a ball in the corner and like someone hit him with one of those like inflatable tube things. They they were called like mm-hmm. thunder sticks. Like yeah. I think someone like hit him on the back when when he was like bending over to get the ball. Um and like runs were it was like a bases clearing like double or triple or something, and it was like kind of chaos. But, nice. um, but yeah. So um, 2002. I feel like there weren't. I mean, there weren't any you know super standout guys. But that's kind of like what we're doing here. Um, so asano was a was a deadline acquisition for the uh, O2 Angels.
0: Nice. Didn't sign for me. C- keep going. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and one of the guys. This guy like was a. Deadline acquisition fringe guy made the World Series roster and then retired right after. So he hit the like I don't know if that's the trifecta or like the 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 jackpot of all the things, all the he ticked all these boxes. But um Alex Ochoa
0: Oh um, god, yeah, he played on the Brewers, I think. Did he?
1: Okay, cuz yeah. I I I, w- I w- that's a name where like I I know his name but I'm like I don't really remember anything about him or anything, any dif- like, I think I was thinking of Alexi Ogondo um, mm-hmm. when I was thinking of Alex Ochoa, but, um but yeah, uh just, yeah, he did. He, he was acquired from the Brewers. Um This is one of those trades that's so messed up that it's like written like backwards on baseball reference, but <laughs> yeah. July 31st, 2002, I'll read exactly what it says on baseball reference traded players to be named later. And George Jord- and Jorge Fabergas to the Brewers, received self asano alex ochoa the angels sent johnny rayburn miners and pedro Liriano to the brewers to complete the trade it's just like how do you even follow Jeez. what that says but um no. but yeah so um so yeah so
0: was it was it jorge fabregas or did he pronounce it george
1: i don't know oh maybe i did. Pronounce like it i george. always
0: pronounced it george george fabregas but I, yeah. I could be i could be wrong
1: you know jack it's kind of funny um I've met a couple of guys named Jorge recently and they're mm-hmm. just like, just call me George or like, yeah. I've, I heard that some guys like a lot of guys and then like George bell, like I think is actually Jorge bell, but um, no, he,
0: you know, you know what, man, I looked on baseball reference. It is Jorge.
1: Okay. But I, man. but you know, I mean in 2002, you know, <laughs> I feel like they called these guys George anyway, but sure. What I, what I was going to say is like, I met, I like met a guy named Jorge, but he's like, Um, call me. Just call me George. And I'm like, are you sure I can call you Jorge? But I'm like, I don't know. I think it's like I was thinking about like why they do like why some why a guy named that might just say just call me George, you know? Because I think like it should be pronounced like Jorge basically. Yeah, sure. But when you say like Jorge, I feel like it's like it's almost like an abomination of the name. So it's like yeah, (laughs) just call me George, man. Like unless you're going to actually call me how it's pronounced, just call me George. Like, sure. I don't know. I'd have to sit down and get really deep with one of these guys and find out if that's the reasoning but why but yeah you know who knows I like George Bell on his rookie card was Jorge Bell and then he just started going by George so who knows
0: okay okay Uh, yeah very good very good but uh, yeah that's uh, that's quite a a hall of uh, players right there for sure
1: (laughs) yeah I mean there wasn't really anyone else who stood out in the list so yeah again a team that kind of was like you know kind of doing good didn't necessarily need to make any major moves their big their biggest move was alex ochoa so good for them i guess
0: yeah for sure for sure um okay 2003 we don't have to dwell on this team that much 2003 marlins um yeah. their uh their biggest uh acquisition was you uh Uga um the, the interesting thing about this one though jeremy is that uh the guy they traded so they got him from the rangers and the guy that they traded to the Rangers, the big piece was Adrian Gonzalez, um, who had been their number one pick just a couple of years before. Uh, and this is kind of something I think we were talking about a, co- uh, a few weeks ago, but teams just don't, uh, yeah, we were talking about CC Sabathia, we were texting about it, but like teams just don't trade their top prospects anymore. I wonder if they had kind of given up on Gonzalez at that point or what, but like, it doesn't seem worth trading your number one pick for Uga Thurbina.
1: Yeah, uh yeah, it's interesting. I remember, I mean, he was pretty dominant like in those in those playoffs. I mean, yeah, overall speaking, not like a huge long successful career, but like I know he was pretty reliable for that team. It seemed like um of course he would go on to um, you know, storm uh like a, a plantation with uh with a machete to get his mother back <laughs> um, but um that's one story we've never really talked about on the podcast i don't think
0: no yeah um, i no i was i was gonna say that you know that this trade is enough to make you wanna uh take a machete to somebody so um, <laughs> yeah yeah fa- famously he, he he went to jail for that right
1: i think he did yeah i think yeah. he did um one of jack one of my biggest regrets um so yeah for anyone who doesn't know like i mean i guess uga Urbina's mother was like kidnapped and was is it venezuela uh, um i, I think you see i think it was yeah, yeah he, he's venezuelan yeah 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 so he his mother was like kidnapped and then like to get her back like he him and like like a you know a posse of people like stormed this like compound where she was being held and like he had like a machete and like there was like a ground battle I think between like Uga posse and like the, the kidnappers. And uh I don't know if he fucking killed or maimed someone but like yeah I think he was like arrested for it and like um but the uh the biggest um one of my biggest regrets is like there was this like T shirt company out of Philadelphia and um they had this T shirt I can't remember if it just said Oogie or like Mm. something, something Oogie, like, you know, free Oogie or something like that. And it was like it had a machete on it and it was like the the font was like that bloody font or whatever. Yeah. And I never ordered that T-shirt. And like my, you know, it probably would have fallen apart at this point or I would have, it would be too small for me. But I'm like, I wish that I had that shirt somewhere. Like, what a cool shirt.
0: Um, Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I wonder if you can still find it on eBay. Probably not.
1: Yeah, and no, I bet they didn't print many. I actually, like, found, like, the artwork for it at one point, and I tried to, like, put it into, like, Photoshop and, like, kind of, like, restore the photo and, like, make it print one of my own. But I, I, I didn't know, like, I didn't have enough Photoshop skills at that time. So, um. For sure course i could just probably make a new one now but um but yeah so uh so yeah that's uh yeah he was and i also remember too when he would make the last out like i feel like he kissed like ivan rodriguez or whoever i think he was the catcher for mm. that team they would like kiss he would like kiss him on the cheek or something it was weird but um yeah <laughs> so i don't know uh with there you go we're really tapping into some like hardcore uh memories for me from oh yeah yeah season.
0: Uh, who you got from '04?
1: Um, all right. For '04. 4 um, so, man, again, so 2004 was the, the year that the, the the Red Sox came back and, yep. you know, beat the Yankees and then beat the Cardinals in the World Series, um, but they came back from 3-0 against the, the Yankees. Um, they had some good moves, Jack, but um, this was the year – this is like, you know, I don't know. It was still kind of blows my mind to think about, like, to look at it, but the they made a big uh, three-way trade at the deadline that involved the Cubs and they, this is the year that they traded away Nomar Garcia Parra to the Cubs. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's kind of just like, you know, he was, I, again, he kind of came to prominence with the Red Sox during my like, kind of like foggy years. Yeah. But um it's kind of crazy. that The Red Sox traded away Nomar at the deadline of Oh four and then ended up like, winning the world series. Like that's gotta be kind of rough a little bit.
0: Yeah. He was having a good year for them too. He was hitting three twenty one at the time they traded him to the Cubs.
1: Yeah. Right. And the Cubs were, you know, definitely trying to, uh, you know, they were, they were still, they were contending that year. They don't think they made the playoffs, but um, they did not. But, um, uh, but yeah, like, so that, that's, uh, that's all weird when you really think about it. Um, They did receive Doug Menkevich and Orlando Cabrera, Mm-hmm. Um uh from the expos in that part of the deal. Um but um yeah, and then the Cubs the the Cubs uh got a handful of guys too, but um but yeah. Uh so anyway, well they acquired Doug Mankiewicz and, and Orlando Hudson. I mean Orlando Hudson's a pretty good shortstop, um, but like Nomar was their guy. Um yeah. you know, I think he was drafted by them and came up with them. Um on the same day uh, though, um, Dave Roberts was acquired. Mm. Yeah. He had the stolen
0: base. He had the stolen base in, in that, in that game, right?
1: Yes, exactly. So, um, that was, uh, you know, that was pretty big move there. Not, not really a bum, uh, only as a manager. Um, (laughs) yeah, uh,
0: I was going to say, uh, that this was back when he had a feel for October when the (laughs) Red Sox acquired him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then another former cub, Terry Adams was also acquired, um okay. by the uh the Red Sox at that deadline as well. Um not yeah. from the Cubs, but um but yeah, just a guy that I knew who came up with the Cubs.
0: Jeremy, uh I didn't know this, but man, Omar Garcia Parra was a 313 career hitter. I mean, I, I knew he was good at the, you know, the first like, you know, 8 years of his career, I, but yeah. I had kind of assumed he he must have been so good that uh he, you know, he he was able to keep his average well above 300 for uh, his whole career. Only had 1700 career hits um I feel like if he hadn't been plagued by injuries for, uh, you know from 30 on he would have maybe been a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, no. I mean it was um it was just devastating like losing him. Um mm-hmm. I think I don't know if he got injured that year in 04 or that was 05 when he had like that groin tear or whatever like
0: looks like he only played 62 games in 05. So it, might, yeah. it maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe he came back at the end of 05, but uh yeah, man. I mean, the guy was a, the guy was a good player.
1: Yeah, I still remember. I think he got like a he like hit the ball like maybe a chopper, and then was like kind of digging the first base and just like just collapsed and like he fucking like tore his groin muscle off the bone. Like it was insane. Like the the, the the um the injury is just it seems like ungodly. Like what happened, like um. And it's just like, okay, that's the that's the fucking, like, future Hall of Famer that we just acquired. And he just, like, <laughs> fucking tore his groin off of his body. So, um, <laughs> that seems like a bad omen as a Cubs fan. Yeah,
0: yeah right. No, for sure. Um, uh, all right, all right. 2005. Uh, White Sox, baby. Um, yeah. They didn't really make any moves. The only guy they really got, they got Jeff Blum. Um, yep. Yeah, they traded him to the... Uh, uh, or fr- they, they got him from the Padres and they, tra- they traded Ryan, some guy named Ryan Mo, um, uh, spelled M-E-A-U-X, Ryan Mo. <laughs> Mo, Mo, Mo Money Mo Problems, that'd be a good, that'd be, that'd be a good shirt to wear, um, yeah, but, nice. uh, yeah, they got Jeff Blum.
1: Yeah, very nice. Um, I wanna say, I don't know if he's at this signing or he was at a recent signing, but Jeff Blum... Is also at one of these signings coming up. It, it oh, was yeah? either it either happened or it's it's this one. I'm, I'm I'm searching frantically the list to see. It must have been it must have been a recent one. It's not, that, but yeah, he 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 was um he was doing a signing uh recently. And nice. I yeah, I him.
0: I think I remember you mentioning that. Um, yeah. You know, I have no real desire to get him, but it makes well. You know, I'd, I'd get him. I'd get him. But it makes sense. It makes sense now why he would do that because he. W- I didn't know he was on the White Sox World Series roster. So okay. yeah. yeah,
1: and it's interesting because he was uh, an Astro. So. Mm-hmm. Um yeah,
0: I no I was thinking that like the two the two teams he was most known for uh playing on were uh those. I I used him in Immaculate Grid once as an Expo and a, a National and an Astro, but he was an Expo I think to start his career. So wow. uh that one that one worked. Um anyway, yeah, they got Jeff Blum and that was about it.
1: Nice. Um that's a good one. Um okay, 2006 um Cardinals over the Tigers. Um this was the World Series that uh Adam Wainwright uh, was a rookie in. I think That's got, right. I think he got the last out. Um uh yeah, he got the save in game in the clincher of that series. Yeah. Uh and just retired now, um which is crazy yep. to think about. Um in 06, um the the they made two um two trade uh, deadline moves, the uh the the Cardinals. Uh, one was Jeff Weaver, who ended up like kind of being like um he won game 5 uh, for them. He had a really good uh World Series stat line. He started yeah. two games um for them that World Series. Um 2.77 ERA, but uh the other guy who they acquired um just goofy fringe guy uh, Ronnie Belliard.
0: Oh god, yeah, Ronnie Belliard started with the Brewers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um he um Let's see. He, 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 that wasn't the end of his career, but, um, he was, he played, he was on the world series roster. He went over 12 <laughs> in three oh, games God. <laughs> for that, for that team. But, uh, he was a deadline acquisition for them. So, um, I think that's a pretty good one.
0: Oh, that, that, that is a good one. Um, uh, man, I had not thought of Ronnie Belliard in years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny, funny that he has a world series ring. I, I never would have known. Um, all right, Jeremy. Yeah, that's very good. He was he was like a top prospect for the Brewers, too. Um, He was actually – he was Raphael Belliard's, like, cousin or something. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe those two were related. But, uh, yeah, he was he was a weird-looking player, too, because he was an infielder. Like, he started as a middle infielder, yeah. but he was just like a short, stocky guy. Yeah, um, they got
1: him at 5'9", 210.
0: Yeah, here, yeah. I is... mean, for a guy who – he was like a shortstop for a while, I think. Just like, what what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's – um. He's kind of, you know, talk about like vital stats. Like I feel like I'm getting, I'm in like Ronnie Belliard territory. A little
0: bit. <laughs> but, uh, nice, yeah. that's uh, that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, uh, great. Uh, okay, 2007, uh, Red Sox won again. Really, the only guy that they acquired um, in a trade was they uh, they got Eric Gagne from the the Texas mm. Rangers. Um, uh yeah he he was on their World Series roster that year I'm gonna look up and see if he ever played for the Rangers um yeah he did wow I have yeah. no recollection of Eric Gagne on the on the Rangers but the the 2007 Red Sox did get him
1: yeah um I remember I do remember him as a Ranger I do not I kind of don't remember him he, um with that with that Red Sox team he pitched one inning in that series yeah. I wonder if That's that was even in like you know meaningful. Baseball. Yeah, right. but yeah that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, did, um, how much did he play after that? I'm, I'm looking him up, too. He played um,
0: one, one season after that. He was Because I, I, he was with the Brewers. I remember when the Brewers signed him. Um, so, yeah, yeah, wow. And he was, ter- I also, he was terrible for them.
1: I also don't remember him. I thought he was with the Brewers longer than that. But that's interesting.
0: Me too, actually. I would have said he was at least with them for a couple of years. But I guess, you know, I'm probably thinking of Derek Turnbow.
1: Oh yeah, definitely one of the freakishly most freakishly looking guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, Derek Turnblow. Okay, um, two thousand eight.
1: <laughs> All right, two thousand eight. Um, we're talking uh, uh Philadelphia Phillies now over the Rays. Um, so yeah, it's funny, Jack. How many like Halloween parties I remember being at, or like Halloween festivities being a part of like when these games were going on. I remember yeah. I was at a World, or I was at a Halloween party watching one of these World Series games um, or like sure. having it on somewhere. But um yeah, uh so um yeah, there's some interesting ones here. Joe Blanton was a was a deadline acquisition for the Phillies. Wow, there you go. He ended yep. up being with the team for a while. Um so it was kind of like yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was one of those ones that you know, had a staying power basically. Um, Right. But aside from that, two guys that stand out, um, Matt stairs, um, of course, like just, uh, I don't know, just um, uh, omnipresent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, ubiquitous Matt stairs, just kind of seems to be everywhere a little bit. He's, um, he's part of a signing too. Oh, he's doing a private signing coming up um, that I was thinking about getting in on, but like, that would be a guy it's like, I would, like, love to see him at the Cubs, um, C- Cubs convention, but he was only on the Cubs for one season. That's one of those or- another guys who I feel like he, he like, his lore in even Cubs, like, lore, I feel like spans longer than one season's worth of, you know, playing with the team. But uh, Yeah, he was it,
0: on the Brewers, too, and, I mean, same deal. I don't know how long he was on the Brewers, but, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, only 107 ga- games. Um, so so yeah uh but uh, he was he was acquired by the Philadelphia Phillies um and down the down the stretch and um another guy who um has Cubs ties Scott Scott air
0: yeah I remember Scott air yeah, yeah it's, it's spelled like Jane Ayer, right
1: yeah e y r e I feel yeah. there was a thing like um there's something like in Cubs lore where like Lou Pinella called him something like he called him like Steve <laughs> Ames or something like give me Stevie <laughs> Ames and like you mean Scott Air yeah yeah that guy um, and he he like had that sewn onto his glove I, whatever it was um, he sewed <laughs> that onto his glove like just to kind of commemorate that.
0: That's that's uh, that's great man yeah Lou Pinella um, might get in the Hall of Fame this year yeah we'll see. they didn't do that they didn't do that vote yet did they?
1: they they did not i I believe
0: okay okay well yeah we'll we'll see um all right 2009 i don't have much to say about this one but jerry harrison was acquired by the new york yankees in 2009 um don't have a lot to say about jerry harrison he is from (laughs) naperville which i didn't i didn't know yeah um but uh yeah he's got a world series ring with the yankees
1: um that is interesting he's he's probably you know uh Chicago Land native the same way that alec thomas is um because sure. i think um he must have been like jerry hairston senior his dad was a white sock so i think mm-hmm. he must have been born when he was a player i'm thinking or yeah i don't know maybe maybe not i don't know but um i don't know if the, the years line up but uh well let's
0: see he was born in 1976 and okay. uh okay. yeah 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 his dad was on the white Sox in 76 so okay. there you go okay that makes
1: sense god i didn't realize he was that old yeah my
0: god yeah no for sure he would have been 33 uh on that on that yankees team yeah. um uh yeah yeah that's interesting i you know jeremy just speaking of alec thomas i found this out um a couple days ago but i, I work with a guy who played uh uh high school baseball with alec thomas so oh really uh, yeah there you there you go right i was like yeah yeah he's a nice guy he signed for me i, I made myself probably look like kind of a loser there but yeah uh, <laughs> eh, you know screw it ah
1: that's 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 cool um yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I was gonna say, Jack. You know, I mean, I, I was, the other thing notable thing about Jerry Hairston Jr. was uh, he was acquired by the Cubs for Sammy Sosa. Um, so I'll always. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, he was the guy who the Cubs got from from the Orioles. Um, oh wow! So I'll always think of him for that reason <laughs> as well. Okay. But. Um, all right, Jack. What uh, what uh are we on 2010? 2010. Yeah, 2010. So this was um the first of of three consecutive y- uh, uh giants for me here. Uh um the one guy I think that stands out from that that goofy 2010 team is Cody Ross. He was actually a waiver uh acquisition. he was claimed off of waivers, and then he ended up becoming the NLCS MVP. Um, oh God! Just went on a crazy run for the uh, for the Giants, and then um, retired, and then said some f- shitty stuff on, on Twitter. Yeah, I um, was
0: gonna say he's he's one of those don't read his Twitter guys, right? Yeah, yes, yes, exactly.
1: Okay. Um, if you if you ha- if you ever like liked him at any point during the 2010 World uh, playoffs, like I did, uh, don't don't look at don't follow up on what he's up to these days. <laughs> um, uh, but, um, but yeah, so um, aside from that, though, um, some interesting ones. Jose Guillen was uh, a deadline acquisition for that, for that Giants team. He did not play uh, – I don't think he played – he didn't play on the World Series roster, and uh, I'm not sure if he played on any of the playoff rosters, but he was a guy who played for many years, and I think that was his last year in baseball. Okay. Um, so he got that ring and then, um, uh, you know – hung it up basically. But he was around fourteen he debuted in nineteen ninety seven. Um and then yeah, got that ring with that Giants probably and um uh, called it a career. Um it's always weird like to think about those guys who like you know, are on those teams like Jason Hamill, right, for the for the sure. sixteen Cubs. Like right. I don't think he I don't think he was on any playoff roster. I don't know if he was appeared in like the LDS or the LCS but you know obviously didn't you know wasn't a contributing member to that World Series roster but like
0: No but he was a big he was a big part of the team though I mean he, he was in their rotation
1: Yeah yeah so it's like you know it's, it's weird like I wonder what how those guys feel about all that stuff
0: Yeah for sure Madden just had a real hard on for him that year I mean he would yeah. always take him out in like the fourth inning
1: Yeah I know it didn't make any sense really I thought he was like a good team guy Um, and a a grinder for that team. But, uh, yeah, I just couldn't get a break really. So kind of rough. And he came over from the D backs too. I think Madden coached him when he was younger. So I don't, I don't know. Weird. Anyway, um, we're not, we're not there yet, but, um, but yeah, yeah, Jose Guillen anyway. And then, um, Mike Fontenot.
0: Oh, Fontenot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
1: he, um, he came over to that team and got a ring. Uh, I don't remember if he was wearing it at Cubs convention, but he is a guy that I got at Cubs convention. Um, and uh, I asked him about Carlos Zambrano, so that was kind of
0: that nice. was kind of fun.
1: He was a he was a cool guy. You could tell like he was enjoying being there. So cool. um, I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even be sad if somehow he was back this year again. But I don't know how that works. I would assume that they purposely don't invite the same guys back to back years. For but sure. um, yeah, I don't know. He, he seemed like a cool guy.
0: Nice. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get him this year if he's there. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, 2011. Uh, I think we have got another uh, another Cardinals World Series win here. Yeah, um, yeah some surprising <coughs> guys here: uh, Octavio Dotel, mm-hmm. uh, Edwin Jackson, um, Rafael Furcal mm-hmm. as well, and then uh, Mark. Uh, I think Mark Zepchinsky. Uh, oh, yeah. is it is it Repchinsky or Zepchinsky? Zep- Zepchinski, Yeah. Zepchinski, Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, che- I'm double checking to see if he was actually on the uh, on the World Series I think, roster. I
1: think he might have been. I feel like they yeah. used him a lot.
0: I uh, yeah. So um anyway they got they got those three guys. They also acquired Corey Patterson too, who was not okay. on the World Series roster, but uh yeah, they got they got all of those guys. Well,
1: nice that he has a ring.
0: Um
1: <laughs> Yeah. Uh that's uh yeah, that's a lot of guys there. Um You yeah.
0: hated Edwin Jackson when he was on the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, I mean it didn't make any sense.
1: Like, you know, that was kind of one of those first things where it's like yeah, guys just need to like sign guys who will just eat innings, you know? Like yep. you can count on them to pitch like 200 innings or something a uh, a season and it just uh it was just a it was just like an indicator of like where the Cubs were. It's like this is like the kind of guy we're going out and signing. Um, sure. And it wasn't even like one of those things where they signed a guy just so they could trade him at the deadline, which like they've done that they did, you know, in recent years. It's like, it wasn't even that. It's like, they're like, this is just a guy that we're signing to like eat some innings. Like, because we, because not, you know, you need a guy to pitch every five days. So it's like, we might as well just sign this guy. And it was like, no one like had any higher expectations for him than to just be a guy who would throw the ball and use up innings it was just kind of sad
0: <laughs> right yeah I, I remember that vividly I think they signed him to like a, a, a three-year deal and they just had to cut him uh after that and he ended up on the Braves and we might have seen him start a game against the Cubs or something like that Oh, but,
1: yeah, that sounds
0: uh, yeah it was it was yeah crazy stuff but anyway yeah I I, I do not remember him on the Cardinals at all so uh, I guess he did get a ring
1: yeah, I think I've used him on the Cardinals. He's a he's a great immaculate grid guy. I've sure. used um I've used uh, Edwin Jack or I mean uh, Raphael for call too with the Cardinals. oh have you really? Yeah, just for so, like some like rarity scores. So I, I remember sure
0: yeah I remember he was one of those guys who lied about his age. I think. Um, oh yeah right when he first started his career. But, yeah, 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 that's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's the uh, that's the cards. What do you got, the Giants again now for 2012? I
1: got the Giants again. I should also note that uh, Rafael Fercal is the guy who broke Derek Lee's wrist in, like, 2007 yeah. or eight or something like that. Maybe sure. it's 2009. No, it's one of those years um, <clears throat> running the first base. Uh, the 2012 um, uh, Giants um, – so two of their deadline acquisitions that I noted were, uh, one was Marco Scudero, who um, mm-hmm. was, again, the LCS MVP. Um, I don't think, I can't remember, if, like, if he did, if he kind of, like, his bat fell silent, like, once they hit the World Series. But, um, yeah, he was two for, he was uh, he was um, hit 250 for the World Series. But he was on fire for that LCS and was the uh, LCS champion, or uh, uh, MVP. Um, and then, um, Hunter Pence also was a deadline acquisition for that team. And, uh, yeah, you know, just pretty solid, I guess he was kind of like, you know, in the prime of his career, maybe a little like, I mean, his best years were still, I think with the, um, the Astros, but, uh, but yeah, he ended up, I ended up being with the giants for a while, I think after that, that acquisition, but, He, um,
0: he he did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's where they acquired him. So those were those are two guys there I had for 2012
0: nice for 2013 I wrote no one um yeah. for the Cardinals they didn't really <laughs> didn't really acquire any any guys um at all so yeah they, okay. they really I mean they they truly did not uh they, they got John Axford in a trade with the Brewers on August 30th so they I you know they must it must have been a waiver thing or something um uh yeah I don't know they traded Mark Repchinski uh to away to the Indians, but they didn't really get anybody in return. Uh yeah, it was it was nothing, Jeremy. I got nothing. One interesting thing, they did sign Sandy Alcantara on July 2nd of 2013. But uh yeah, nothing to nothing to see here otherwise.
1: Ah, interesting. Um yeah. they did not. They did not.
0: Uh, oh yeah, is that the room? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Oh
1: hi Mark. Um so uh <clears throat> okay well then twenty fourteen Giants, I feel like I feel like their rosters maybe kind of just got a little more better, I guess, as the years went on, um, because they were kind of like a perennial um, contender. Uh, So the big um, acquisition that I noted for the 2014 Giants was uh, Jake Peavy.
0: Yeah, right, Peavy, that's right.
1: And um, he did not uh, have a good World Series. I think his ERA was... Um, for the World Series, it was twelve seventy three in two in two starts.
0: Jesus, did they get him from the White Sox? Um, didn't was PV on the White Sox? I feel wo- like he was. Yeah, he
1: was. Um, I think that's where they got him. Yeah.
0: Oh God, yes, yeah, it is. Uh, uh no, 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 they got oh, the him Red from the Sox. Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting.
1: I just uh, I remember <laughs> like they would play this soundbite on the score on six seventy the score. Um. This guy George off uh, George Offman, I think his name was. He he would do like the like, the kind of like game break like update like on you know every half hour or every hour or whatever and like yeah <clears throat> he would he was he would misspeak a lot and they would like clip out his his like misspeaks and then like just use them as drops and I think he said for Jake Peavy once I think he said Jake peepee. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Whenever I hear Jake PV now I just hear Jake peepee. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So so there you go.
0: (laughs) Very, very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, uh, 2015. Um, this is a big one. They got uh, the Royals got Johnny Cueto and Ben Zobrist.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's a big one. Zobrist. Uh, you know, he two two World Series in two years. That makes for him but uh, yeah the uh, the Royals they must have recognized that it was now or never so they went they went ahead and got those two guys who were both both pretty big name players at the time
1: what, I I meant to look this up because I was looking at that that year um yeah <clears throat> was that he they were he was acquired from the A's um Ben Zobrist and I that had to have been like his first year with the A's too I think Is yeah I don't right? remember
0: him at all with the A's to be honest with you
1: yeah, but I'm pretty sure I think that's where they acquired him from. Um so yeah, that's like that's what the A's were doing. They they were signing him and then flipping him for prospects. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that for was sure. and that, that was his only year with the that was his only time with the A's.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then and then Brandon Brandon Finnegan was traded to the uh the Reds for you know he was the prize piece in that in that Johnny Cueto trade I think he was the number one overall pick um, yeah. yeah he was well not no, he was their first round draft pick um, he was drafted 17th overall by the Royals so yeah uh, yeah he was he was probably the big piece in that trade um, uh, for Cueto.
1: Oh, Oakland acquired Sean Manea, uh, Mania yeah they did yeah um, <laughs> yep. that guy who the Reds got um, in that trade John Lamb um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you remember that guy Jack but he was uh, a real scuzz bucket looking guy.
0: He he looks uh, he looks like it yeah yeah his baseball reference picture
1: and it's interesting those so on his baseball reference he has like this long like Noah Syndergaard type of hair but at, at one point he had short like curly blonde hair and like Oof. a goatee like a dirty blonde goatee and he was just like the just a trashy <laughs> looking guy I mean maybe he was a nice guy I don't know but he uh, didn't look uh, he didn't look too savory. <laughs>
0: Guy, nice. So. Yeah. Very, very uh, nice. Okay. Uh, who do you got for, Oh, well, here we go. 2016.
1: <clears throat> yeah. The 2016 Cubs. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's, um, you know, I guess the big, the big one you think about is, uh, Earl, this Chapman and that really was their big trade. Um, yeah. there really weren't too many other ones. I will say like one that ended up becoming significant, uh, trade was, uh, they acquired Mike Montgomery, um, that Okay. Year. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: The, yeah. I remember that. I. I. I well. I, I. didn't actually. You know. I shouldn't say that. I didn't remember he didn't start the year with the team. Wait. Wait. No. They. They traded him for Vogelbach. Right. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay.
1: Paul Blackburn and uh, and Daniel Vogelbach. Um. I always get. Yeah. There was Nick Blackburn and Paul Blackburn. Um. But Paul. Um he ended up making the all-star team with the uh, Oakland A's so he he had yep. a little bit of a time and i think he even came back this year and was maybe okay. Yeah, um, uh,
0: yeah, he might have started the year hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so Paul Blackburn was part of that trade as well. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, so yeah, uh, Mike Montgomery um obviously got the save in game 7 so that was pretty big. Yeah. Um so those two guys they did acquire Joe Smith from the Angels um August 1st mm-hmm. 2016. Uh didn't make the playoff roster, but he was uh, acquired. And then earlier on in the season in June uh they acquired Chris Coglin from the yep. Oakland A's. So that was another another, you know, acquisition that um you know Chris Coghlan was on the uh he was on the active World Series roster, I believe. And, um, he was like the first guy off the bench onto the pile up as well.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I, uh, I remember, yeah, you, you mentioned that before that that's what I think of him now. He was on the Cubs one other time too, right? Like before, and then he must've gone away and then came back.
1: Um, I don't think so. I thought that was okay. his only stint with the, Cubs. Oh yeah, I guess he was. Yeah. 14 and 15. God, yeah. I don't think I remember that.
0: Strange, I strange, strange career.
1: Yeah, that is God. That's weird. Now I'm just trying to like remember that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on him in fourteen and fifteen, and then he was on. He started. He went to Oakland and came back to the Cubs. That's um. That's weird. I don't think I remember that.
0: Wow. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's uh. Well. Well. You know. Aroldis Chapman is like one of the whole reasons we uh, started this because he he was uh, he's gonna come up in 2023 um as a deadline acquisition again. Uh, and that you know that definitely probably won the World Series for the Cubs or at least it definitely swung yeah. things in their direction. It was a great pickup. I don't know if they win that World Series without him. Mm. Um all right, 2017 uh uh for the Houston Astros. I didn't remember this guy in the Astros but Francisco Liriano. Yeah. Um yeah, they, they tra- Oh, they traded uh Nori uh, Norichika Aoki and uh Teoscar <laughs> Hernandez to the Blue Jays for Francisco Liriano. I didn't know uh Teoscar Hernandez started in the uh uh, the the uh, Astros. Astros
1: system. Yeah, I actually I have a rookie card of his on the Astros. I remember that, cool. but yeah, he was not really. He, I don't think he appeared in many games with the Astros in the majors, but um, yeah, I don't remember Liriano either. Um, mm-hmm. And he was I I can't remember if he was on the uh, the World Series roster, but um he,
0: it, it says I think it says here that he was. I don't know what he did there, but um, yeah, he's got a you know he's got a ring with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's uh yeah I, I didn't remember him either um at by that point so that's
0: interesting. yeah he he started the uh ah, jordy mercer game uh <laughs> Cub, cubs pirates he was the starter and he he shut the cubs down that day i think that was 2015 but uh yeah yeah liriano he was on the he was on the astros who knew
1: yeah that's interesting and then did you have a uh, verlander down for that as well
0: was that was that uh oh yeah, that was the year that they that they got him. It must that must have been earlier in the in the season. It um, was
1: it was not, Jack. It was it was in um August or maybe even September. Oh. It was one of those weird trades. I'm trying to I'm trying to like mentally go back to to when that like what the story was there, but
0: Right, August thirty first, yeah.
1: Yeah. So he was um he was one of those like waiver clearing uh you know uh, acquisitions which I'm trying to it wasn't that long ago I'm trying to remember the story because at this point it seems like he's such an astro um Justin oh
0: Verlander. yeah
1: um and I know he's a guy that I think feel like you know in 10 years Jack you'll tell me like do you remember that Justin Verlander was on the Mets in 2023 <laughs> um because uh yeah I mean I guess they didn't really go far this year the Astros but um you know if uh I mean they did whatever you know they didn't make it to the World Series but um, you know uh, it's it's weird I just I, I, I kind of think of Verlander as a tiger and a, an Astro and like the fact that he was a you know a waiver acquisition um, for that for that team is kind of hard to hard to believe I guess
0: it is it is yeah they also got Cameron Mabin off waivers and he was on, uh, that same day and he ended up being on their World Series team so uh, yeah I, I did not know that he got a ring either.
1: Yeah right, um, we should we should mention that to him if he's ever if we ever run into him outside of uh, Marquee.
0: Yeah 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 H- heck yeah. Um, all right uh, yeah well that's 2017. Who you got for 2018?
1: 2018. Um, I feel like um, there's some interesting ones. Nathan Ivaldi was uh, a deadline acquisition for that for that Red Sox yeah. team. He ended up pitching uh, long relief in that one epic uh, game. Uh, yep. in the World Series. Ian Kinsler was um, an acquisition for that Red Sox team, which I kind of even don't remember, even though it was only a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest one, um, like the biggest like bum done well for himself was Steve Pierce. Um, deadline, yep. deadline acquisition goes on to be the World Series MVP. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Good Lord. And then went back to being a bum pretty much after that. yeah right so um yeah i mean bully for him uh but i think even at the time i think we were both like we were we were like god steve pierce is a world series mvp like that's crazy
0: yeah that yeah that that i don't know we might have done an episode on world series mvps but um yeah yeah, you know that's uh that that's that's a pretty crazy one for sure um yeah i I actually didn't know that evaldi was a deadline acquisition either yeah Um, and look at him now he's got he's got two rings um okay uh 2019 um we got the uh uh we got the old uh, uh washington nationals here yeah um they got daniel hudson yeah Rowanus elias and uh yeah those two guys they also acquired hunter strickland but i don't know that he was on the uh the world series roster um right. but uh yeah uh they, they they loaded up on relief pitching that year
1: yeah, and um, <clears throat> Hudson um, recorded the last out of that World Series. So yep. he kind of, um, yeah, I I, rem- I kind of remember that. I feel like he was he was on the Blue Jays and um, kind of like wasn't really, I don't know, maybe was kind of floundering a little bit and then somehow wound his way up as the closer for that team or kind of like <clears throat> high leverage relief guy for that, that Nationals team, which is kind of crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. That was the uh, Nationals team that knocked off the Brewers. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, um,
1: real, I have a quick question. I so um, <clears throat> didn't um, wasn't Hunter Strickland somehow involved? I guess maybe not. It, was he? Did he have a run in with um, with Bryce Harper at all?
0: Yeah, because like Bryce Harper hit a home run off of him, and I, this might have been in the playoffs, but it was definitely. I don't know. It was definitely stupid. But Bryce Harper hit a home run off yeah. of him. And then, like, a year or two later, Hunter Strickland hit him with a pitch.
1: Was – okay. So, I guess Hunter strick that was maybe still the Giants then, I guess. It was still – that was Giants-Nats and Strickland was still a Giant at that point, I guess?
0: Yeah, I, I think he must have still been a Giant, I believe, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was, like, thinking, like, was he – did something happen with him when he was on the Nationals? And he wasn't on the Nationals very long To anything happened. But – there was, I think, it was Papelbon choked Harper, and they were both nationals at that point.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that yes, they were. <laughs> yeah. Bryce Harper's had a lot of run-ins with people.
1: He has. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, what's the common denominator here? Like, I <laughs> I do think Harper gets a lot of hate, and like a lot of like, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of people are like haters on Bryce Harper, just maybe because he was kind of like a wonderkind a little bit. Sure, um, but. I don't know. I don't think he's, I don't think he, maybe, maybe it's just that he doesn't do himself any favors because yeah, I mean to be hit by a guy like two years after the fact and then choked out by your own teammate and then benched by <laughs> Matt Williams. It's like, what's, you know, he's the common denominator in all this stuff. So
0: yeah, for sure. Oh, man, I'd, I'd forgotten about the Papelbon incident. That's uh that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Okay, twenty twenty.
1: Well, Jack, it's funny. Like, I feel like this is like one of those things where it's like if we got like a group assignment um, in class, you would have been like, "Hey, what the hell? Why does he get all the easy answers or whatever?" Because (laughs) I got twenty twenty, and honestly, Jack, there were no real acquisitions. By I mean, you know, yeah,
0: because that was the COVID year.
1: Yeah, so it was a weird situation. I'm not even sure. I can't even really remember what the rules were.
0: No, neither can I.
1: I almost feel like ugh, there wasn't a trade deadline. I think I think there was, but like, you know, the season was only going for like a month at that time. So, I'm not e- I'm not even 100% sure if there was like a regular trading like nah, or, you know, timeline or deadline or whatever. So,
0: I, I don't I don't I don't know. I I you know, I don't you know, I don't recall one. But uh we can move on to 2021. That's yeah. the Atlanta Braves um and you know, they famously acquired their entire outfield um uh, at, at the trade deadline, they got, uh, Eddie Rosario, Jorge Soler and Adam Duvall. Um, yeah.
1: And all... Jack Peterson too.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a little bit earlier, but I had him written down as well. Yeah. July 15th, they got Jack Peterson, which was either probably right before or right after the all-star break. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they got, uh, Soler and Adam Duvall and, and Eddie Rosario. So what a, you know, they, they really, uh, you know, stocked up, on outfielders. Um, yeah. Jorge Soler, his autograph is more expensive than you'd think it'd be.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. At least in Chicago. Um, right. Although the only people who had won his autograph, he's, you know, I feel like he's been on their world series team. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I, he's had an interesting career. Um,
0: he has, he has for sure. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs kind of were forced to give up on him because he just wasn't producing for them. Um, yeah, my god. I didn't know he had 36 freaking home runs this year. Okay. Well. Yeah. Whatever. yeah,
1: I know he's still like a viable major leaguer. Um,
0: huh, Yeah, interesting. So. Um I Jack, right, I noticed in
1: yeah. 2021 they also um the uh Braves also did they acquire Steven Vote too, I think?
0: Yeah, I was I saw that as well, but I have no recollection of him as a uh, as a Brave.
1: No, I think he might have been I don't know if I was looking at it on my phone earlier, but I'm like, was he on the World Series roster for that team too? I don't. That yeah, seems improbable, I, I, but
0: let me uh, let me look him up real quick, quick here. Yeah, um, he sure. No, I, I don't see that. It yeah. doesn't say that he won one with them. He sure as hell didn't sign for us.
1: No. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. Well, that and if that were an indicator, he was maybe the World Series MVP with the way <laughs> yeah, he, like, big yeah, right. us. But, yeah, no, 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 um, he wasn't, I don't think. So, <clears throat> yeah, so there you go.
0: All right, um, 22.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jack, I feel, again, I feel like this is one of those. I think this guy and then, like, I, I'm i hoping you picked this certain guy from this year's <laughs> roster, but um, – mm-hmm. um, or from this year's uh, team, at least. Um, but uh, I, I want – I mean, Trey Mancini. Um, sure. Just knowing what we know now <laughs> about – his production as a baseball player was Mancini. I think did he get, did he sign with the the Dodgers after the Cubs released him? I think he ended up on a, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm looking up, uh, I'm looking up the, uh, the 22 um, uh, uh, Astros again. But um, I mean, they did. It's, it's weird. They, they traded Jake Odorizzi to the Braves and, uh, and received Will Smith, the relief pitcher um they also uh got christian vasquez who like you know was good in the playoffs but mancini was like one of those weird guys who they got Uh, mauricio duban who like was a part of this year's team but uh mancini is the one who stands out to me for sure
0: sure um yeah you know surprise kind of surprising that he has a ring but uh yeah did they sign cubs signed him to a two-year deal too and they just ate it right
1: I think, I think so. Yeah. Ugh. Um, the, uh, the Reds, the Reds is who he signed with Trey Mancini, okay. but he, okay. I don't think he made it up to the big league club.
0: No, I'm not, I'm not seeing that he did. Um, yeah, that's a good one though. I had completely forgotten he was with the Astros. Um, yep. all right, this brings us to 2023. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, let's, uh, where do we even start here? Um, uh, okay, well, first of all, they got on July 30th, they got uh, Jordan Montgomery, mm-hmm. um, which is a really good one. They also got Max Scherzer. They got him from the Mets. Um, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, and on June 30th, a month before that, they traded uh, Cole Reagans to the Royals for Aroldis Chapman. They just had to have Aroldis Chapman. Yep. Um, yeah, Jeremy, I, I will also say that I think that what really turned it around for them, though, uh, was they, on August 1st, yep. they traded future considerations to the <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates for Austin Hedges.
1: Yes, that's the one I wanted to make sure you... Uh,
0: yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I saw him sprint out of the dugout yesterday, and I was like, Austin Hedges has a World Series ring now.
1: Yeah, he was the guy... So, it's like, whenever you're watching these teams, and it's got to be worse for the, like, like, in this instance, the Diamondbacks fans, like... He was the guy on like that top step with his like arm around like fucking Nathan Eovaldi and <laughs> um like one other like actual like good contributing player to the roster. And he's yeah. just like yucking it he's just fucking yucking it up being in the in the dugout of a of a team leading the World Series and it's like, dude, like I don't think you contributed much to this World Series, man. I'm sorry I'm no. sorry to say it, but I don't think you did. I know you're gonna get a fucking ring, but you're just yucking it up like you just like Like, you had a fucking, like, you know, eight-game homer streak or something for this team, like, in the middle of the season, but it's, like, you just, like, fucking had a horseshoe up your butt and ended up with this team and, and a rings, and it's, like, he's just, like, he's, like, the face of the Rangers somehow.
0: No, I know. I it was it was ridiculous how much how much FaceTime he got. Um, yeah. you know, towards the end of that game. With that game 1 when he got that at bat. He, I think he he's swung at 3 pitches and <laughs> and and missed them all like really badly. <laughs> yeah,
1: you remember. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: So yeah, there you go. Future considerations. The pirates are probably just like, you know what? Never never mind. It's too yeah. much trouble. They're just, considering
1: just, just take they're considering that they're glad that he's just gone from the team.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's they, that's all that's all it is. They've considered um, themselves lucky. Yes, yeah, yeah so uh, so yeah, there you go. that's um, I, I think that's really all that's uh, you know worth mentioning. There, there's a few other other guys on here, but yeah those are the big ones. Um, uh, honestly, and- if we if, if
1: this could be turned into some sort of award, it should be called the Austin Hedges Award.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that yeah, that could be the award for worst uh, guy in a playoff roster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, I mean a World Series roster, for sure. We've do, we've done that episode before, but and uh, it was a good idea. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's
1: got to make the if we're keeping a running list of that, he's got to be on for
0: 2023. So. Oh, 100%. Um all right, we did it. Yeah, those are uh, those are interesting. You know, I think my big takeaway from this though is that uh for the most part with these world series teams the teams that go on to win um, I would say in 90% of the cases the the guys that they acquire at the deadline don't really move the needle that much.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have like all the pieces there. Um <clears throat> yeah, they, I honestly if you were re- honestly if if, if we we're real baseball journalists, you know, it would be interesting to like do the flip side of this and and write about guys who really made like a significant difference like that pushed them over the edge, you know. Like yes. to win a World Series, like I do think like the the brew the Braves um, acquisitions, you know, helped them win. It, it definitely helped them win the World Series. Those for guys. for sure,
0: and and the, I would say the same about the Cubs too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapman, I mean, like that changed things a lot. So, yeah, for sure, I think it's those are the rarer cases though, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, that was an interesting exercise. Uh, these are always fun when we kind of uh, get to dive into something that we've never really, uh, you know, didn't never really thought about before. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was good to do this. Um, we, uh, a couple weeks from now, Jeremy, we're going to be going to a card show most likely, and so uh, we'll, we'll probably be reporting back about that.
1: We we will. Um, <clears throat> we also have to do our over under results two episodes. So that that one we probably should try to squeeze that one in before the card show. Um, with <laughs> the season officially over now. Just um, it's always fun to kind of go back to those over unders and see see what we did, how we did. So um, yeah, we got we have some good ones coming up for you. But yeah, that card show we it's the same one we went to last year in November, the Chicago Sports Spectacular. So um, that'll be cool to to get. And it's just again one more of those like autograph opportunities that are going to help like bridge the gap between the end of baseball to the beginning of next season. So that should be cool. And then of course the big one in January with the Cubs convention. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's some things on the horizon. And then of course the always um, rando uh, sporting event that we go to um, in some regard. So, uh, so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get through, um this off season but um, yeah i'm looking forward to these next two episodes coming up
0: yeah they should be yeah, they should be fun ones um all right uh so yeah that that puts us just about at an hour 30 which is perfect so for rain delay theater i am jack Sokowski. and
1: i'm jeremy D'Inicio.
0: we'll see you next time later